Yo, what's Yee. up? My name's Osagi. And my name is Chris. And this, this is, is Prophetic, Prophetic Foolishness. Man, we hey, back. We back at it. It's your boys. It's your boys. Young Osagi. And me. You know what I'm saying? Out here living it. Yep. Out here, you know what we're doing? Out here getting mines. I'm out here getting mines. We out here, brand coming soon. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. To all y'all out there, continue to get your, get mines. Yeah, yeah. For your, for not get yours, get mine. Get your, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. get mines from your point of view. Come hey, on, come on. Continuously, you got to be out here. We Man. out here. We are, bro. Yeah. I mean, we we still doing this thing, dog. It's always a pleasure when I get to. It's funny, man. The reason we even started this was like me and Chris would have these conversations already. We're like, yeah. We should just create this content. Let's get this content. You know? Let's let's record it. Yeah, straight up. You I know, mean, it's good. To you know, have. it's crazy. Some somebody told me. I think it was last night. Mm. He said, "Man, y'all should save these recordings mm. three years down the road, re-listen to them, mm. and see how your thoughts or perspectives have shifted or changed." Bro, I hope they would, man. I, yeah, I hope I so would too. Hope, I would hope that's I, a sign of growth. That is good, man. Yeah. Like you will change, you will grow. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm sure the stuff I was saying three years ago. My goodness, yeah, it, yeah, it it could be totally different. Bro, it'd be funny. It's funny that you say that. I remember like. You know, going back home, you know, from like college or something like that, where homies be like, oh man, oh dog, you changed. I would hope so. Yeah, like, no, I, we had I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm living a, a different life. I'm, like, I'm taking care of myself now. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm doing a lot. I'm, I, I've been exposed. I, I'm I, seeing different things. Exactly. Like, yeah. I have left uh, my hometown. I left my hometown. Of course, I would hope that I've changed. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have changed. Yeah, I've gained knowledge. Exactly, I've bro. Gained so, experiences. So, yeah, bro. I, that, that's really good. Honestly, that's a really cool thing. If we keep the, I mean, we should keep this thing going. We will keep yeah. this thing going. And mm-hmm. looking back and back, man, how do I change in perspective? And yeah. you know, I mean, I see that we already see that now. Like you probably think Shoot, of things I've, you thought. I've changed thoughts and perspectives since last week. Exactly. Yeah. Just different hearing from different people, mm-hmm. understanding different points of views. Yeah. Being like, wow, I never I thought of that. Read different Maybe. things on Twitter. It's like, man, I never thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just like it's funny you say that. I I remember. You know when when Kawhi Leonard like laugh came yes. out and then people just thought it was so funny. Oh my god, that like, was hilarious. And now I'm like, bro, this is why we don't get interviews from Kawhi Leonard. That's like this is exactly why. I because yeah. when he decided to open up, yeah. we roasted him. And so I'm like, now <laughs> oh, I was on the side of like, pointing out the ha ha Kawhi Leonard, and yeah. I'm like. May y'all leave Kawhi alone. Leave Kawhi. Let leave him be. Leave Kawhi alone, man. Stop he with this last. He's one of play basketball and have braids from 2002. Bro, hey, them the cornrows. We gotta let those go, y'all. Mm. Like, and not to hurt nobody's feelings, unless we gotta to, to the brothers out there. To the brothers. Look, this ain't a 2003 uh, no. R&B video, okay? Yep. You're not in B2K. <laughs> let the braids go, let okay? The braids. Let the braids go. I got this where my heart or, is still. Oh, you remember B2K? It's like, bum, bum, bum. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not with the, the braids. Not to hurt yeah. nobody's feelings. But, dog, let's get into let's what get we're into talking it. about today, man. What this is, are we talking about? Give it to us. Man, this is a topic that I personally wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. And really just challenge the norm on this, bro. Yeah. Uh, let, 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 let's see where it, <laughs> let's see where it goes. Bro. I think this topic today will be <clears throat> it will be prophetic. Yes. It'll be a little foolish. Yeah. And then all the foolishness will go away. Mm-hmm. And then it'll get serious. Mm-hmm. But then it will it, it'll end lighthearted. Yeah. That's what we should do. That's yeah. what we should do. I think that's, that's good. Yeah. And also I want to preface. Yeah. You guys. 
yep. don't have to necessarily agree with me. Mm-hmm. I just want you to hear a different perspective. Yeah. And if you do agree with me, cool. Yep. If you don't, cool. If you at least just understand the perspective where mm-hmm. I'm coming from, cool. That's yeah. the whole point of where we're coming from. Yeah. So we'll jump in, man. We'll jump in. So this week, man, one thing I want to talk about is male babysitters. Male babysitters. And I the, guess- the funny thing, even with that, let's just start there. The fact that we have to denote what gender the babysitter is yeah. shows that it's not the norm. Because normally, yeah. when you hear babysitter, you don't picture a man. Not at all. You think a woman. You think a woman. Or sometimes a girl. Yeah. I mean, like a, like a teenager yeah, that, yeah, that's exactly. trying to make, some, she, she make some pocket change. Dog. And like, that's... Like, yeah. Let me, let me, I'm going to start from my personal experience. Okay. This is my frustration, okay? Mm. In high school. Yes. I needed some bread in my pocket. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, I had to go work at the YMCA making a minimal $8 an hour. Well, yeah. And I'm grinding. Grinding. Like, grinding for mm-hmm. this $8 an hour. You know, we got to stand, stand. I'm at the Man, front eight, desk. $8 an hour, that's a lot of money, though. I remember my nah, first job, not, I was seven twenty five. Not the lifestyle I was trying to live. <laughs> <laughs> not the lifestyle I was trying to live. So, I said to say, but all my female friends yeah. was, like, out here babysitting and they would just have to sit on the couch, mm-hmm. get paid a lot of money. Because the kids already be Cause, asleep. Because the kids be asleep. Yeah. And they get to eat the food. And, bro, they're making double. Double. Oh, what? 16 an hour? Bro. Yeah. Doing little to nothing. Yeah. And I'd be like, bro, I'm trying to. And this is the thing I know. I'm great with kids. Kid yeah. Chris. Yeah. I'm, I'm great with kids. I've seen with fun, the kids. You know what I'm saying? Uncle kids, Osagi. kids love Osagi. Let's, yeah. Let's just go ahead and say it. They <laughs> love me. Okay? They love me. Um, I mean, only unless they're like used to like a black man, because a lot okay, of times okay. some like kids can like get scared to like scared. a large black dude. Who is this tall uh, black dude? Yeah, parents, y'all expose your kids to people who don't look like you. Other races, uh, other races, but but I'd be frustrated because I'm like, man, I would be, I'm more than qualified. Yeah, I had the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I was good with kids. Yep, but I felt like I was discriminated against mm. because I was a male mm-hmm. to be a babysitter. Like I wasn't even taken into consideration. Yes. For those jobs that were high paying. Yeah. It's like watch people's kids. From an economical perspective, mm-hmm. that'll be our first floor for discussion. Mm. It that's a good argument. Yeah. E- equal opportunity. Equal opportunity. Equity. Because if there's someone who I get I get it's a high level, you know, because it's your kids, you know. Yeah. But if there's someone who could do a job, yeah. It should matter on their qualifications. Qualifications, you know? not gender. Not gender or not race. Not gender, not can, race. Yeah. If you can code. No matter who you are, yeah, we want you on the team. Show us your skills so, and then get the job. Exactly. Yeah. Also, and so like I felt like economically, mm-hmm. I was mean, I, I like their males aren't given the same opportunities. Like mm-hmm. you know, like if may say sometimes females are in between jobs, what they'll do is nanny. That's know? true. Nanny. That's true. I know some. I know some full time nannies yeah. that that that's their full time gig. It's it's a good. It's, it's a, a good. It's, it's a good. Man. Oh man, it's a good. It's a good move. And so, but like, why are they not? You know, as many, not to negate that there are probably a handful, mm-hmm. but I'm saying the majority, the majority, like sure. the norm is that even, even men. in the word nanny, yeah, like you, you, you think of a woman, yeah, like nanny, I guess if I were to say that in, in Spanish, uh-huh. it would be like a fem. I, I, mean, I don't know Spanish that well, uh-huh. but I imagine great preface. <laughs> 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 I would imagine that it would be like a feminine word mm-hmm. versus a, a masculine yeah. uh, version of that word, mm-hmm. nanny. Yeah, dog. And so, I mean, I even you would have to call a man a manny. Have you seen This Is Us? The show This of Is Us. Of course, I've seen oh, This Is Us. Hey, that's exactly why I'm hey, singing up the manny. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. No, but straight up, like you had, you even have the people calling the the male nanny a manny instead a manny. of just like instead the of, yeah, original yeah, yeah. like nanny. And so I think even that, like, man, you know, why is that? Like, why yeah. do people? Let's break that down. Like, why do people? Because mm-hmm. I think the root of it is we unconsciously tend to trust women. Yeah. With our kids more. Yeah. Than we do men. So let you know the funny thing I hear sometimes. Mm-hmm. Is that moving kind of into a second floor here? Mm-hmm. Is that when whenever a a mom is at home mm-hmm. sometimes watching kids, it's, I mean she's just taking care of her kids. Mm-hmm. But then every once in a while, okay, more more than every once in a yeah. while, pretty often I hear when a dad is home watching the kids, they say, "Oh yeah, 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 he he's babysitting the kids tonight." Yeah, I'm like babysitting the kids. Them is his kids. Them is his kids. <laughs> no, that's he, ain't, good. he ain't babysitting nobody. He's taking care of them. He's doing his job. If he don't, if he don't watch him, who gonna watch him? Exactly. Mama gotta get out of the house sometimes. No, I feel you. That's yeah. actually funny that that's the case. Yeah. And I mean, I think of that too, bro. Like, I mean, you guys might be able to like attest to this. Mm-hmm. I would feel like, and if you have, you know, shed, shed light on that in the comment section. But have you ever had a male babysitter? You know what I'm saying? Like. Or, like, even the parents out there, like, why do you necessarily tend to gravitate towards women babysitters? Sure. You know, sure. like, women babysitters. Because, you know, just as much as a mom can take care of her kids, yeah. so should the father. So sure. it's like a unisex thing. Right, but right. why do we gravitate towards, you know, mm-hmm. just, like, the women right, as yeah. a whole, you know, as yeah. towards babysitting versus men? Because realistically, it's like, you need someone who you trust. Yeah, you know? trust. Yeah, for the sure. trust. And I guess it warrants the question like, are women more trustworthy than men? Mm. Is that factual or do we like maybe like believe that to be Are women more trustworthy than men intrinsically or as it pertains to watching kids? I mean, I feel like if you if if someone's watch if if you are allowing someone to watch your kids, you trust them in more areas than one. Cause like they're right. doing a lot of things. A lot of times, sometimes it's like, you know, they might be in your house or you know, yeah. that yeah, 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 they yeah. have to communicate with you. So I mm-hmm. feel it's Maybe yeah, it's like it's like a a deep trust. You yeah, know what I'm saying yeah. You know it's interesting because like you know I I'm in my head I'm trying to deconstruct mm-hmm. where some of the societal norms mm-hmm. uh, in 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 watching kids have stemmed from, mm-hmm. and and so I'm I'm just gonna go way back to Please like uh, ancient times, what we would consider ancient times. Women would watch the children. Mm-hmm. Primarily, mm-hmm. I think just so that the kids could stay alive. Cause yeah, straight up, <laughs> they, they would eat off the mom. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. And then there'd be that time, especially after um, after a woman gives birth. Yeah. I mean, they might have been having kids succinctly. Um, is that a word? Succinctly? Yeah, that's a word. Y'all, sure, y'all fact check me. That's not a word. <laughs> <laughs> but they would be having kids after kids, um, and and so it just became where the woman would stay home, the man would go out and gather and hunt, and yeah. And prepare food, take care of the house, security, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I think that uh, the natural way how our bodies work has given way to the societal norm of yeah. women uh, being more trusted to mm-hmm. watch, nurture, care for kids. Mm-hmm. And then the societal norm of men going out. Now, I'm going to preface that statement or not preface, post fist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm making up words. Uh, <laughs> that statement by saying that doesn't mean that like women aren't suitable for work. That yeah. doesn't mean that 
men can't stay home yeah. and watch kids. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying that historically, that's, that what, has, like. that, that's what it has looked like. I got I don't you. Think that's given way to uh, our current context of, of how we, what we view as normal. Straight up. Yeah. And I think even when, it, but a lot of times when we do see babysitters, yeah. babysitters are a lot of times, you know, the, I would say the average is someone maybe like a high school girl, yeah. you know, and like these high maybe school girls. Maybe early college. Yeah, early college. Yeah. High school girls don't have kids. No, you know? they, don't have, they kids. don't have kids. So yeah. their experience doesn't come from like this place of like, like we're not asking people to babysit our kids who have like motherly experience. Sure. It's just like, that's oh, true. someone who's trustworthy yeah. to watch our kids. That's so true. that's what I'm saying. Like the qualification isn't yeah. like a gender specific one. You that's know true. What I'm saying? To like yep. babysit or to watch, you know? Yeah. And then I think also from the historical text mm. or historical context, an interesting thing that I think we have to think about is that a lot of times I'm going, this might be heavy for some, mm. but in slavery mm. um, and even post slavery times, mm. you had uh, like a, they would call them mammies mm. or, I mean, that's kind of oh, where wow. the, the caricature of Aunt Jemima, yeah, yeah, yeah. they would be watching Massive Kids, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know? And so it was, it was natural to have uh, a mammy, um, Watching Master's kids and mm. like the the actual mom not actually really doing it. The, yeah. the mammies they would nurse yeah. the kids. Yeah, they would breastfeed the kids. They breastfeed the kids, all that kind of stuff. Uh and I say even in that, like I think culture has learned like, hey, women take care of the kids, like yeah. the dudes are out working in the field type thing. So I see where so now so historically there's never been the context to where it's been socially a norm mm-hmm. for like the man to be watching kids. Yeah. Essentially in all, in all facets of it, like mm-hmm. whether it's like staying at home with them, yep. nannying them, it's never been a thing. So yeah. that's where you get this coming from. Yeah. And, and I, I and, and that's even strange. Cause like, I mean, it would make sense for another woman to be watching the kids if they were like breastfeeding someone exactly. else's kids. Yeah. But all that you're doing is asking them to, and, and like, not to like, downplay the role of a babysitter or a nanny mm-hmm. very important roles because these are your kids you know you're like your pride and joy right but you're looking for someone who you trust to basically make sure your kids are like taken care of like kept sure. alive yep. you know like kept alive, yeah. you know like are safe when you're mm-hmm. not there you know stepping yep. in for you when you're not there because you have to uh, another thing to do you know yeah and so that's why i'm like when i think of the role as itself there's nothing gender restricting that should make it to where we're looking for, mm-hmm. you know, just ma- or just female babysitters. I also ask the question a lot of times, and you guys can think about this. A lot of times when it comes to, like, male babysitters, I know it's, like, at the end of the day, parents are going to do what they feel is safe for their kids. Yeah. So if you have two daughters, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times they wouldn't be comfortable with having a male babysitter. Makes sense, yeah. Cool, fine. But if you had two sons... Mm-hmm. They would be fine with having a female babysitter. That's, that's, Think about that. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I think like very understanding the realities of the dangers of just like you know a lot of times even with like sexual abuse happening within those areas. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still susceptible for like young like for for boys as well. Mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I think if we're going to at least do like if parents are going to be in the place of like, hey, I don't want you know, a boy watching my daughters, fine. Mm-hmm. I understand that. 
but you should also in that same place be careful be about careful it. about your sons too yeah yeah, yeah. that's interesting because now that kind of moves us into another area mm. kind of a more serious area mm. is uh the reality of uh children being abused mm. sexually mm. um which is heavy yeah and for I, sure and based on the stats because we kind of chopped this up with some other dudes to mm. last last night to um, make sure we're having a proper uh, and healthy dialogue about this. Yeah, let me. I want to preface. Yeah, I just yeah. want to say something real quick. This definitely like we want to. Our heart is to make sure that we like bring this to the light, not to condemn anyone. Yeah, like make them feel safe at least to like at least process through these yeah, things yeah, or yeah. even think about these things. Yeah, if yeah. you are like experienced or have experienced with these things, so mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, we don't want to. Yeah, we don't want to speak ignorantly mm-hmm. about anything. We don't. We don't know it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but based on the the statistics mm-hmm. that were presented to us from uh, a friend who's a doctor mm-hmm. and and kind of works with uh, in different areas of medicine, but also with trauma mm-hmm. um, and kids, um, he presented some stats of like, hey, like one in four girls mm-hmm. and like one in six, six boys, boys have been sexually abused as a kid. Mm-hmm. And then the majority of those have been, I think he said 95% or 96% mm. were male abusers. Mm. And and that's just a crazy yeah. stat to like, oh, I wonder if that feeds into our cultural societal norm yeah. that like, hey, we don't we don't want no men watching our kids. Mm. Um what do you, what what do you think about that? I mean that's that's crazy to think. Yeah. Um Damn, that is kind of it's it's kind of like it's crazy to think because it's like, you know, as like dudes, it's like a lot of times you're given like trust, power in some of those places. And yeah. So it's like, but that number is like kind of like alarming. Yeah, that's know? a staggering number. It is, but yeah, not to negate that number. That's a it's a crazy number. It also happens with like I hear like it's a very common for it to like with close family. Yeah. Like it's way more yeah. common to be like sexually abused by someone who you know yep, versus yep. like someone you don't don't yeah and so i even think the the mindset around it as a whole is just like at the end of the day mm-hmm. parents yep. are going to put in their house mm-hmm. someone who they trust who they with trust. their children yeah i just think you shouldn't compartmentalize like mm-hmm. a certain group of people yeah you know what i mean but more or less look at the person as a whole so sure. so i say i'll say like you know if i do life with very closely with and this is just myself mm-hmm. with like someone like you chris mm-hmm. i know the ins and outs of chris's life like you know like i know his wife i know all these different things i trust chris with like if i i, I trust him with like yo could you go into my house and do this or i trust him with maybe like certain like I like trust him as a whole. Mm-hmm. So in that same place, things that I value, I would trust you with sure. it, you yep. know? Yep, yep, and yep. so I'd be like, man, if I trust him as a whole, like I trust him to, to watch my kids. You know right, what I'm saying? Like, right. And that's yeah. how, that's kind of how I, you know, that's how I think, you know, in the, in the, in the mindset of, of things like that. That's just kind of like my mindset behind yeah. it. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, that, that makes complete sense. Like there are people in our lives who we watch their kids. Mm-hmm. We don't have any kids, but yeah. like if we had kids, like they would, I'm, we would, it would be like a no brainer yeah. because like they're just that close. Yeah, you know what I'm for sure. Um, and there's family that I wouldn't trust to watch my kids. <laughs> like, honestly, like uh, as much as you love family, like there's yeah. family who you don't trust to like watch your kids. Sure. Yeah. You know, and it's nothing against them. Yeah. You know, I, we were talking about this last night. Basically, like there are homies who you might be like super cool with, 
Oh yeah, you might but be you, you cool with them, but yeah, yeah. But you yeah. like you ain't gonna trust them. With you don't your trust kids. them with your kids, or you right. don't trust them like with your kids at their house. You don't like the way they like that ha- that they like raise their kids essentially, right. like allow their things to. But it's like it don't. It's not a knock to your friendship. No, no, like, no, I just no, don't just, trust that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Or you don't want to put your kid in that environment. Yeah, and maybe you could challenge your friend in that. You know, but hey, maybe you should think about doing this. Or at the end of the day, you're going to do what you think is best for your kids. But yeah, dog, I think that's, um, like I was saying, though, like family even being like Mm -hmm. an area of like, maybe sometimes we can be too trusting of family. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, yeah, sometimes we'll give folks who are close to us an automatic Mm -hmm. pass where we might need to have a uh, protective filter. Mm -hmm. And and screen everyone the same. Yeah. Like, and that's a big thing is I, I truly believe parents are always trying to have their kids' best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. So I think even just with this conversation, it's it's really trying to dig to the root of, like, maybe I've, yeah, I've always had my kids' best interest in mind, but why did I think that? You know, why did sure. I only maybe in vetting out a nanny, mm-hmm. you know, think this? You know, because also another thing being like, man, there are a lot of, you know, really... I think it's healthy for your kids as well to see other like um, impactful figures like besides their mom and their dad. Oh, right? yeah, like yeah, yeah. Present males that, and females. Yeah, that's huge. In their lives besides their mom and their dad. Also, like caring for kids, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? As like men, you know, like a lot of a lot of guys fall into a place where their first time taking care of a a baby is when they have one, which is crazy. I feel like that's, man, that's crazy. You know, that's sad. There should be a safe place. You yeah. Know, for yeah, them yeah, to yeah. Be like, I didn't, bro. I was, I, I was fortunate to grow up with a lot of younger cousins. Yeah. I mean, my little brother, he's only nine years old. Mm. So I was, I was grown when he was born. Yeah. Um, and I got to learn how to take care of babies. Yeah. Like straight up, like I would watch him all the time, mm. uh, you know, changing diapers, feeding times, mm-hmm. like, uh, tummy time, play schedules, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? So I feel pretty, pretty confident in in my ability to care for like little kids. Exactly. So I would say you have experience. Now mm-hmm. me, it wasn't until like the last two years that I like realized, like I had no like I don't have young nieces, young nephews. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Where I had extended time to like understand, like I realized babies have nap times. Nap like, time. They, they need have, nap they times. Need, they need and they'll to, shut like, down. No, like parents will schedule their kids around like or schedule like things around their baby's nap time mm-hmm. so i'm like it has to be consistent and that yeah. like blew my mind i never yeah. knew that schedule and yeah. so i think it's not only you know i think it's healthy for males especially who want to be fathers mm-hmm. prior to them having a child having some having kind some, of exposure some exposure you yeah. know what i'm saying even if it's like babysitting like uh like a a kid who's like in second grade or something sure, like that, like sure. working there, you know, like yeah. getting that experience, maybe like a, a kindergartner then, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like working their way. And at the end of the day, them being someone you trust as yeah. a whole, like that's the underlying thing. But like, you know, maybe it's him and his, his sister who mm-hmm, watch, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah. and and I think that brings up a good thing. Cause I, I think this can lead into like practically how could, it, how could that look? Mm-hmm. And I think that it would be to your point uh, fruitful and beneficial for if someone is aspiring to be a father and not a father yet. Mm. Hey, go go get around some dads. Mm-hmm. Like, ask them questions. Mm-hmm. How, how do you do this? Mm-hmm. How do you watch kids? Yeah. You know, can I watch you watch your kids? Yeah, you know, it's pre- it's pretty much. Hey, disciple me in fatherhood. Yeah, uh, now before I become a father. Yeah, you that's know? good. Um, which actually shout out to uh, Belief Mel, man, yeah, to Glenn Henry. Come on, hey, yeah. <laughs> 
I think that that's been that's a really dope. So you guys should check out Belief in Fatherhood. It's a dope pod. Uh, not not only a YouTube video. Yeah. Um, he's has a YouTube channel, um, and he basically belief starts this whole channel as like a stay at home dad. He starts. To, yeah. He, 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 yeah. He stays at home, does some production and stuff mm-hmm. like that. His wife. Uh, was working full time as a teacher, mm. and so he he was he was stay at home dad. Yeah, and it in a weird way like discipled a lot of guys from like the internet understanding not only as a black father but as mm-hmm. like a, a, like a father like he is adequate and able to take care of his kids, take care of his know? kids, yeah, um, and like still be a man, masculine mm-hmm. while in that place. Yep. So that's a yeah. topic for a whole nother day. Yeah, but I think shout out to Belief Mail, man. That's like a super. Uh, inspiring thing to see, you know, just a, a father who is like very involved yep. in his kids and the raising and even like things that we might deem as like maybe like that's the woman's job, but hmm. he's like, hmm. you know, I'm here to to be a great father and support yeah. my family. Yep. So, man, that's a heavy topic. It is, man. I and 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 I would say um, to the prophetic foolishness fam. If if you have experienced some of these things that that we've talked about in this podcast, mm-hmm. I just encourage you um, when you're ready uh, to just talk about that with mm-hmm. someone. You know, yeah, somebody, somebody else, just talk about it. Uh, and and if you know someone who comes to you and wants to talk about something mm-hmm. like this, give them a safe space. Yeah, to just kind of vent and uh, lament. Yeah, mm-hmm. honestly, because there's gonna be people who have great experiences with like maybe great experiences with. This topic, like great male babysitters, there are gonna be people who haven't had any. Mm-hmm. There are gonna be some people who just don't even know how to feel. Yeah, you know, people who have people pain. who might have been hurt by mm-hmm. even just older kids yeah. that were present mm-hmm. in their life mm-hmm. or anything like that. So um, we don't we don't talk about this from a, just a flippant state. Mm-hmm. Um, we know the reality of what goes on in life. Mm-hmm. So, but just as a whole, you know, our podcast, like we really want to make sure that. We're just challenging the norm, challenging, like maybe giving a different perspective, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. if, if you change it, if you don't, man, we just really want you to at least like think about why think we about do, what we do, what we do. So, yeah, man. So Osagi, hmm. tell me huh. what's prophetic and foolish going on in your life, man. Uh, something foolish. Yeah. Uh, that's been going on in my life, man. I am like, I'm really, really bad about sometimes I won't like buy something for a very long time mm-hmm. and then when the opportunity comes like i kind of like splurge Ooh. and so i was like oh man like you know i needed a new blade for my clippers oh yeah and bro it's like a kid in a candy store i'm like oh they came out with this new thing oh they came out with this new thing and like before i knew it bro that cart was full and i Ooh. bought a bunch of new gear oh yeah so it's foolish yeah and i probably shouldn't have bought it all yeah but bro these these cuts is finna be on the cuts hey yeah uh, sign me up. These fades. About a week and a half. For sure. Put bro. me on his schedule. <laughs> <laughs> and then something that's prophetic was um, recently I got to, um, a lot of, it's weird that a lot of the life that I do with people closely and just like a lot of encouraging things happen in the barber chair for me. Yeah. Um, getting like talk yeah. to dudes, talk to their, hear their lives. I had a conversation with a dude recently and just um, hearing the reality of um, just like how hard marriage can be. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. As someone who's about to step into marriage, but mm-hmm. like how like hard you fight for it, sure, you know, yeah, yeah. Understanding that he's like, man, divorce is not an option for us, mm-hmm. but this is like the reality, of like what we're walking in, and so it's cool that he was just to be real because sometimes you don't hear the, yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the rawness the of, raw. marriage, of marriage. Yeah. So I felt like really encouraged, at least in that place. Yep. What about you, Chief? Um, so today actually, uh, 
throwing a surprise birthday party for one of the homies. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it is. And the funny thing is, I can talk about that on here because I know he ain't going here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but up. in that, you know, I, I'm a, an aspiring mixologist. Come on. Hey, man, if I wasn't working in corporate America, I'd be a bartender. Go ahead. Hey, bartender slash cookie maker. <laughs> <laughs> but I found this dope recipe for some pina coladas. Uh-huh. So I got the stuff chilling uh, in the you, freezer. You gonna hey, go it's, it's going to go crazy. go crazy. I'm talking about these are going to be I'm just, they're going to be crazy. Go crazy they're going to be great. Go I, be, I watch so many cooking shows and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm inspired and I just need to produce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully. Hey, any, anyone who wants to sponsor us, if you're a pina colada company hey, and you yes. want to sponsor, if you want a sponsored ad on here, let Spon- us know. Let us know. We'll, Come pl- on. we'll plug you a spot. We'll pub it, bro. Brought to you by, <laughs> insert your name here. <laughs> Straight up. Uh, and then prophetic going on in my life. Right now, I have a, a friend who's about to go on sabbatical, mm. um, and I just think that is such a, a good, fruitful practice. For I, those who don't know what a sabbatical is, yes. can you explain that yeah, for them? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what a sabbatical is, it, uh, is typically um, taken by people who are in ministry, whether they're like a, a lead pastor, associate pastor, something like that. Uh, but also, you don't have to be in ministry. Some people take sabbaticals after just working for a while. Mm. And it's just a period to step away from the norm, the normal working life and refresh, recharge, um, renew purpose, mm. pray, think, meditate. Yeah. Um, in the biblical context, like mm-hmm. uh, a time to just seek the face of the Lord. Yeah. To pray, um, to kind of be renewed in that type of way. Mm. And so I think that's such a, a, a beautiful practice to run hard, mm. to work hard for a period of time. Mm. And then take a time of rest. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah. That's dope, man. It's inspiring. Shout out to the homie who's about to take a sabbatical, bro. Yeah, shout out. You know, I I feel like sometimes I feel like I need a sabbatical, but I'm like, I ain't really been doing that much. You know what I mean? Like, I I ain't working like that. People really think so. so. Yeah. But that's good, man. So, um, well, listen, guys, we we enjoyed you guys again. Yeah. Um, my handle is at Obedient Osagi. And mine is uh, at Chris Henry on all social media platforms. All social media all platforms. So we make sure, make sure, please, to follow us on Instagram. Follow. Follow us on uh, YouTube. YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. Sorry. Subscribe. Uh, follow us on Spotify. Spotify. Uh, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Yes. Give us great ratings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ask your questions in the comments. In the comments. We, ha, somebody. Yeah. Hmm. Ask the questions in the comments. We need you. But yeah, ask your questions on the podcast. Like we we want to hear it. We want to like dive down. We want to be challenged. We want to think on them. Yeah. We want to share with everyone else. Yeah. Um, and so that's what we're about, man. Um, I have fun with you today, dog. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, man. So uh, like we start, like yeah. we end. My name is Osagi. And my name is Chris. And, and this, this is, is prophetic, prophetic foolishness. foolishness. Peace.